Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey Southwest Live for December 26th, 2021. Tonight, we talk about the International Men's Ice Hockey Federation World Junior Championship. Behind the Mask's College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey under the bright lights of Las Vegas. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, dine in, take out, or catering your next event. We're at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Now at all Allegiant Stadium events as well. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Anywhere you want to go, you can bet there's a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. By Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile, you always get plans and phones that fit your needs. And by Burrito Express, the East Valley's home of the always available breakfast burrito. Go to burritoexpress.com for the location near you. College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, as a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans. It's Monday night. Everybody's going, where's Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly? But no, it's College Hockey Southwest Live for the second night, the second of four in a row. Uh, a special thing that I put together to uh, highlight the uh, World Junior Championships. Scott Strandy with you tonight at 8,537 feet above sea level in beautiful Blackhawk, Colorado, courtesy of our friends at Caesars Resorts, casinos, and everything that is fun uh, in the Caesars world. And my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from beautiful Long Island, New York. Probably a sunny 70 or so right now. And, oh, my son's down by now, but probably a beautiful sunny day today out on, on Long Island, I'm guessing. Right, Paul? Uh, no. Uh, it was not. <laughs> you sound uh, like a recording. Yeah, it also wasn't <laughs> yesterday. I know. It sounds like a recording. Every time I say that, it's like you go, no. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> we no. get the picture. We get the picture. No. It, I don't even think it hit 40 degrees today. Of course, that's better well, than minus 20. Did I tell you what we're going to experience here in beautiful Colorado by the end of the week? 15 degrees and about five to six inches of snow in Denver. Um, six feet of snow in, in the, no. the highest elevations of the mountains at Telluride, Breckenridge, all those great areas. So no. if you're going skiing, that's the place to go. If you're uh, you know trying to stay out of the cold and snow, go to Arizona. Um, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I'll be going there in the first of the year to try to get there in time for the uh, ASU-Cornell second game of that series, which is uh, January 1st and 2nd, uh, a rather unusual uh, Saturday-Sunday. But it's holidays. That stuff happens, right, Paul? Yeah, I, and I, I got to remember that it's Saturday and Sunday, so I don't go and try to watch 
an ASU game on a Friday night when they're not playing. <laughs> well, you'll maybe be watching Giants football on Sunday, though, and miss it. Um, the Giants that I have not played anything resembling football for a decade. <laughs> I knew so, that was coming, too. That was a setup. It was um, just too easy. <laughs> um, you know, in, in the 70s, when I was growing up, the Giants had a very good defense. Tremendous defense. They had as good a linebacking core as you could get. And this is long before Lawrence Taylor. This was Harry Carson, uh, Brad Van Pelt, uh, Brian Kelly. Um, and they had a great defense. They, if you, But the problem is they were on the field every play of every game. So if you scored 17 points, you won the game because the Giants couldn't even score that many. So um, uh, just pathetic, you know, and eventually it led to everybody getting fired and they hired George Young and, you know, eventually won two part uh, Super Bowls under Bill Parcells. But anyway, uh, and the Jets were actually a good offensive team. If they could have just put the two together. How good well, would there that was a been? lot. There was, there was a lot of that being said back in the 70s. <laughs> I bet but there was. I, if, if you put the two teams together now, um, NAU, and I'm not trying to disrespect NAU at any way, <laughs> shape, or form, okay? At least you if, didn't if, say U of A. <laughs> well, I'm talking college football players. If I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I want to, you know, uh, if you want to talk high school, we can do that, but um, – Jeez, the bandwagon guys for you are going to be all over you. You're going to have so yeah, much, really so much love from the ASU support crew for that one. Um, <laughs> whatevs. Uh, you couldn't even get a starting lineup out of, out of those two teams right now. They are awful. They are. They are not even. You know, they're not entertaining to watch. And uh, yeah, no, I'd rather shove ice picks in my ears and shatter my eardrums than watch the Giants or the Jets as currently constituted play football. <laughs> well, good thing we're not talking football. That was the end of the football talk because we've got hockey to talk. I was hoping tonight that we might may be able up, to hook up. Yeah, I know. Uh, that we may be able to connect with Chris Mayotte, the head coach of uh, Colorado College and, of course, one of the assistant coaches. Uh, but I guess he's apparently pretty busy uh, up uh they have a day off, but it's not really a day off for the coaches. They're planning and, and doing whatever they need to do to uh, to try to win a gold medal uh, for Team USA. So we couldn't get Coach on. Uh, we tried to get a couple of assistant coaches or a, an assistant, a assistant coach from uh, Colorado College. That didn't work out either. And, so it, Okay, an and assistant and coach. Assistant. How about that? An assistant coach from uh, – from Colorado College. That didn't work out either. So what we'll do is tomorrow night we're going to have two guests. We're going to have uh, head coach tomorrow David Carl. Tomorrow night or Wednesday? Uh, tomorrow night. Head sure? Coach, head coach David Carl tomorrow night from uh, Denver. And okay. uh, Alex Heinert from Midco Sports and the CBS, CBS Sports Network, the new voice of NCHC Hockey on CBS Sports Network. Cool. Right? Is that right? CBS Sports Network? Yes. I got that right? Okay. Are you sure you got the David Carl part right? Yeah, yeah. Talk with uh, talk with Ron uh, Nabenbauer today, and okay. uh, he will join us tomorrow. And then uh, uh, our fingers are crossed that we may get a uh, a guy that was uh, in the talk of making this roster for Team USA on Wednesday. I'm not going to say it yet. I don't want to jinx it, 
But uh, that will be our Wednesday night guest. So I promise you it'll be good. It'll be fun hockey talk. And uh, tonight you have to put up with us breaking down what happened last night. So let's start right there, Paul. Let's start with the scores from yesterday, and then we'll jump into Team USA. Um, so Finland and Germany. Finland had a 3-1 win yesterday. Um, uh, Sweden and Russia. It was a 6-3 win for Sweden. Canada and the Czech Republic. It's not Czech Republic anymore. It's Czech. Czechy or whatever they call it. Czechia. Is that right? Czechia? They, 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 they're, they're okay with people Czech Republic the Czech too? Republic. Yeah, they're okay, okay with saying that. Okay, cool. They, know, they, they realize, uh, unlike, say, other governments with, say, for example, the metric system, um, that it's going to take people a while uh, to, to rip off that Band-Aid and get it proper. Um, okay. Okay, that's unlike, cool. Unlike uh, another country with the metric system. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Uh, we'll go with a six-three win for Canada, and then the uh, the nightcap, if you will, Team USA three, Slovakia two. Um, we're going to go right there directly because that's what we do. Um, I said a, a list, uh, a six ones to watch from our area. Who got the first goal last night, Paul? Uh, Matthew Nice. Nice. Matthew Nyes from Phoenix, yeah. Arizona, who looked, by the way, like a man amongst children. Uh, wow. He has put on some weight. He can skate. He can shoot. He can pass. Uh, he is a complete package, and he's only a freshman at the University of Minnesota. Well, listen, I mean, you know, they, they knew he, he, he's been having a good year at Minnesota. Uh, you know, usually it's hard for freshmen to get that much ice time in a lineup with as many draft picks as they have. Um, and knees has been, and nice has been doing it since, uh, basically since the opening week in the season. Yeah. He, he spent some time working, um, this summer, I understand with uh, a guy named Matthews. Uh, he was drafted by, uh, by the Toronto Maple Leafs, your favorite team, uh, as well. And yeah. uh, I guess Austin uh, Matthews has been working uh, with Matthew Nice a little bit during the summer months, and now that they will be teammates at some point in time, um, you know, that doesn't hurt to work out with somebody with that skill level. No, it doesn't. I mean, uh, you, you know, you, you, you're only going to get better, right? <laughs> You know, you, yeah, that's you know, it. That's it. Better, stronger, smarter. Um, know, the, the thing that people take for granted when you talk about players uh, who reach that elite level, and and I don't think anybody would sit here and tell you, uh, even as good as he is, um, that Austin Matthews is a perfect player. Pretty darn close, yeah, especially he's in the He's getting offense awful fans. close. If he stays yeah. healthy, he gets better and better. Yeah, well, you know, uh, there's there's no question uh, that that's the case, and 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 at least for now, it looks like that that team um, is 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 trying to learn from its um, lack of success in the postseason. Uh, but yeah, we all know that correct. that's where they're going to get judged. Politically correct. <laughs> Well, I could have said, you know. I know what you could have said. Politically could have said a correct. Lot of things. Let's just stay there. Politically correct with your favorite team. Oh, they're far from my, quote, favorite team. <laughs> they're right up there, but they're not. No, they're, 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 uh, they haven't gotten 
anywhere close to the level of another team in the league that wears orange and black. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so anyway, the, 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 the thing you take away from last night, uh, a couple of things you take away from the U S game last night. First of yeah. all, they get three goals. Um, and nobody got of the nine players that got points on those, well, on the nine names associated with those goals. Um, it was nine different players. Nobody had more than one point. Yeah, so that tells you the that, depth, right? Right. That that means you got, you know, there were plenty of people involved uh, in the scoring, okay? um, including a couple of defensemen not named Jake Sanderson and Tyler Clevin and Jake Hughes. All right. So Luke you got, Hughes. Luke Hughes. Luke Hughes, yeah, Jake, Luke, Jack. I'm doing, it's one of the Hughes brothers. It's just easier that way. <laughs> um, so the, the guys that you would expect to contribute offensively didn't have anything to do with the with the goals. So that's a good thing when you're getting scoring from those other guys. Okay, well, speaking of scoring, who, who had the better game between these two? Sweden 6, Russia 3, or Canada 6, um, Czech Republic 3? Which which one is a better one? Which is a better win? Which is a better win? Yeah, who who did you think looked better? Sweden over Russia or Canada over Czech Republic? Well, I You see you talk about in those games last night. It was it was it's First of all, the Russians played um some undisciplined hockey and allowed the Swedes to get a lot of power plays. You can't you can't give that team you can't uh, you cannot give that team that many man advantage situations and expect to get a lot of wins. Sweden got three power play goals last night. All right. Uh the Russians are a good team. Okay, I mean um I don't think that uh, they have the skill that they've had at least through the first in the first game, which is hard. To, which is hard to judge. Okay, um, the only way I can judge it is actually kind of watching the game right that's going on right now between the Germans and the Czech Republic. Um, it seems kind of slow. Germany doesn't have the kind of players on this year's team that they've had in the last few years. Guys like Stutzla. Um, they have good players, and so does Chechia, but they don't have those high-end skill guys that make you sit on the edge of your seat and and be like, "Oh, wait, I can't wait till they get the puck." You know, they don't have Germany doesn't have Leon Dreisaitl on their team this year. You know, like they had a <laughs> yeah. few years ago. Yeah, that's a big. That would be a big. Well, difference. but I mean, you get the the idea. Yeah, I do. I get it. Um, I get it. You know, there's no Yarmir Yagers. Would he have been Czech? Or I think he was he'd be Chechen, right? Uh not Slovakian. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. Malfi yeah. would have been Slovakian. Um <laughs> so that you don't have those and I realize it's silly to say Yarmir Yager, but I mean what I'm saying is they don't have those kind of high end offensive players. Yeah, very so true. The game is a little bit more plotting 
then you would get uh, so you you haven't answered my question yet because there's not really an answer to the question yet can canadians get a better win or do the swedes get a better win I, like I said, I, I don't who, think you can who judge looked it better on one to you? Game. How about that? Who looked better to you in one game? Canada. Yeah, but they didn't. You know, they, you they know, flat, you know they the depth. Footed. I know, but no, no, you no, know no, no. the depth. I, listen, you didn't ask me who the better team was. You asked me <laughs> who was better last night. Who was it? What was it about? Canada. No, well, I mean, they were. They were flat-footed and kind of disjointed in the beginning of the game, the first 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and then, you know, they came back and, and, and you know, got themselves together and, 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 and got a big and, – and were down 3-1 to one at one point. They scored the first goal and, and came back and got the next six or the next five. But it, it was not an easy game for them. You know, they, they, it almost looked like they were going to pull their goalie <laughs> early in the game. Right. Uh, that sounds funny in a 6-3 win, but, yeah, well, I, I but get it. That's, that's, that's the way it was. I mean, so, so do I take that you're saying Sweden had the better, had the better first game performance? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, okay, that's fine. If you want to say that, that's that's fine. Well, it's it's a good win. Six three over the Russians is a good win for Sweden. I think they, uh, if, if there's one team so far, Paul, that I've seen, I think the Swedes are the team that looks like they came ready to play from opening faceoff. I can't well, say that about everybody else uh, across the board, but it just looked like the Swedes were ready to go from the opening faceoff. Maybe it was facing Russia. Maybe it was just. Um, they've been there before and they know what this tournament means and how hard it is to win. Well, I mean, the U.S. played a great first two periods like yesterday. Um, I don't know if it's just that Slovakia got their feet and, and got their legs under them in the third period. I mean, they're, they're you know, they're in that upper tier group and, and always, you know, they're one of the traditional hockey powers. So they're going to have good players. Um, you know they they made they they got you know were victims of their own undisciplined play in the first period. You know, the U.S. started three for three on the power play. Um, that's that's hard to win against, and yet they hung around. They hung around. Okay? Um, their goalie uh, Lucchese or Lucazzi. Uh, who's going to play in, in Omaha next year? Uh, you know, basically kept them in the game because uh, they only had nine shots through the first two periods. Yeah, uh, didn't have anything in the in the seconds. That was all in the first. Uh, I, I think they <laughs> might have had one shot. In the yeah, maybe maybe once. Yeah, maybe okay. one. Um, but in that third period, you had uh, a lot of big saves by both goalies as the Slovakians kind of found their footing and put the pressure on the U.S. and came back and got back into the game. Okay. Well, uh, let's get let's get into the U.S. in a minute because I want to talk about the games that are going on today. Then we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll start digging into right. the U.S. team and, and where, they, where they go from here 
they're one and zero. They don't play today. They play tomorrow. One or two games tomorrow. Um, but going on today, uh, Finland just totally dominated Austria seven to one. The yeah, Russians. Yeah, it was not pretty. Uh, the Russians got a four-two victory over Switzerland, as you mentioned. Germany and Czechia are uh, playing right now to a one-one tie, I believe. And yeah, the, uh, the, the Czechia got a, a power play on an offensive zone penalty uh, by Germany, and then uh, got a a lucky bounce off as their goal was scored off the foot of a German player. So, um, and then, then coming up tonight in the nightcap, Sweden and Slovakia, which uh, should be interesting uh, to say the least. Back to back for both teams, see what happens. Uh, USA getting the day off, as I mentioned, they will play tomorrow. Canada getting the day off today, they will play tomorrow. Um, so the, tomorrow is going to be an exciting day. The, the Americans play at two thirty Mountain Time, and uh, the Canadians play at uh, seven at five p.m. Right. 5 p.m. Mountain Time tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit of adjustments uh, in the schedule. So, um, and then, of course, on the 29th, uh, back-to-back for, for both U.S. and Canada as they'll get uh, games then, too. Finland and Czech will go at uh, noon, 2.30. Slovakians and Russia, 5 o'clock. The Canadians and Germany and uh, 7.30 tomorrow night, or I'm sorry, uh, Wednesday night, Sweden and uh, USA. And then, of course, uh, two games on the 30th and uh, four games on the 31st. And then we start the medal round. So, um, by the way, quick- just, just, yeah. just, just say, I mean, uh, you know, Owen Power, uh, the first Canadian defenseman to get a hat trick in the World Junior Tournament. And think about how many Canadian defensemen yeah, uh, of that so, talent level have gone through the World yeah. Juniors. Just think about that for a minute. Yeah, once in a while. They've had a few guys. <laughs> give, give it a thought for about three minutes. Paul and I will take a break. We'll come back and we'll start digging into this USA and Canadian roster and, and see where they both go from here. We'll be back in three minutes. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you, wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. 
desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom phil kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite nhl player or shout out your own game with your own number Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. Indeed it is, College Hockey Southwest Live, a special four-night production going Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week to highlight the 2022 World Junior Championships in uh, Edmonton and Red Deer, uh, Canada. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful Blackhawk, Colorado, we are high into the Rockies at 8,537 feet above sea level. My uh, co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein out on Long Island. What are you, about 20 feet above sea level out there, Paul? <laughs> uh, uh, right now, I'm probably under sea level. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> so anyway. I, I, I think my basement is, is, is below sea level, but who knows? <laughs> Far enough away from the water where if the water's reaching my house, everybody's in trouble, right? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) um, you know, through even through the various hurricanes, including Sandy, um, you know, the, uh, like I said, even though I'm close enough to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm only a mile or a few miles from the, from the water. I mean, it's it it is not gotten close, and if it's not gonna and if it didn't happen during Sandy, it's it's not gonna happen. Um, of course, that doesn't mean you can't get the other damage, but um, yeah, I hear you. I hear. You. Well, anyway, um, just want to throw that out the differences between where you are and where I am currently. A um, couple of things that, oh, yeah, that came up. <laughs> I'm what you have snow there. That's that's that's. Oh, I thought you were going to say something about a red carpet, but uh, well, they, you get that everywhere. Too. So that's, that's besides <laughs> the point. Anyway, um, uh, one thing we that wasn't mentioned a whole lot, I don't think, and I thought maybe we should uh, to mention is that uh, Ty Simulanic, uh was injured in the preliminary game. He's day to day. The Quinnipiac uh, youngster um, who calls. Am I? Am I right on this one? He calls um, – is he Colorado or Utah? Paul, I don't, I don't have that in front of me. I cannot remember where he calls home. Denver. Denver. 
Denver he calls home. I knew it was well, one of the two. Well, at least that's where he was born anyway. Yeah, and, and Ian Moore is the, uh, is the one from uh, Salt Lake City. But anyway, so, so Ty is, is day-to-day. Um, Aren't we all? Uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, um, so let's dig into this roster. What did you see last night in particular, Paul? Anything that stood out to you, or something that didn't stand out to you that you thought maybe it should have? Well, b- before we even get into that, I just want to say I- I'm watching this game between the Germans and and the the Germans have some sweet threads. I'm not normally a fan of black, <laughs> right? But they're, they're, I mean, aesthetically, they win. Um, what did I see from the U.S. last night? I, um, I saw a power play that is good enough to win this tournament and be the first time the U.S. has won back-to-back. Okay. Uh, I saw the goalie come up with some big saves uh, in a situation where he probably didn't expect to, being up 3 nothing. And the other team, and 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 uh, only having faced nine shots before the third period. And, and let's start oh, right there hard. for a minute. Let's start right there for a minute. Drew Camiso, um, Camiso, right? That's all right. Yeah. Have, right? Oh, he's a, a Boston University kid. Guess who's going to Boston University the second week of January? Um, I don't Arizona know. Arizona State Sun Devils. Oh, oh, all right. Well, I thought <laughs> I thought maybe you were talking about me or. No, or, or my well, son. maybe maybe you need to because uh, well, might, with this but... Cornell series coming up for Arizona State, should they sweep that one, that makes the Boston News uh, series even bigger. Every series is bigger. Yeah, I, mean, I hear you. I, I don't, but anyway, I... he could be back in the lineup is what I'm saying, either yeah. Friday or Saturday night by then. Yeah, he might be. Um, well, mm, nah, probably not. Probably Saturday, I, I think he plays because uh, they play. If they if they play in a medal game, which we all think they will, um, it'll be on the fifth. He could get back to play in the eighth. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine he would do that. I mean, it's possible, but that would seem like you're pushing. Uh, uh, you're you're well, you're pushing a guy, but but let's put it this way: is is Boston University comfortably in the tournament yet? No, no, they are not. They are not yeah, comfortable in the tournament. I, 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 I guess it would depend on how the rest of this tournament goes. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay, anybody else that stood out to you or didn't stand out to you as it may be? Didn't stand out? I, you know, when you only give up nine shots in two periods, that's pretty darn good. I, I thought the entire defensive core was better than I expected. I, I really was. I'm talking about um, uh, Peart, Jack Peart, and uh, Wyatt Kaiser. I, I thought they were pretty solid. Uh, we know what we're going to get out of Jake Sanderson and what we're going to get out of Clevin. Uh, we know those things, but uh, I just thought the entire defensive core was really, really good last night. Well, like, you know, I like I said, the, in the third period, you, you can't expect players – and, and teams that have the 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 the, the pedigree that that all of these teams have, okay, you, you you can't expect to shut them down. You know any of these teams that are the quote unquote traditional powers. Like if you see if you see that the Austrians get shut down, yeah okay. Um, 
you know, if you see that uh, maybe depending on, 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 on the team, even though, you know, over time they get better and better too, that the, the Swiss get shut down um, by one of the traditional powers, you kind of, you know, okay, that's fine. Um, but when, when you do the job that, that they did last night, uh, like I said, for two periods, you don't expect Slovakia to be shut down completely for, 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 for three periods. So, uh, um, to me, you know, and, and that you don't just, you don't just shut somebody down with the, with the guys on the back line. When you don't give up shots, the guys, the, 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 the guys in, in the forwards have to come back and do their jobs too. Yeah, I mean, it was a total team effort. There's no doubt about it. I just thought, I thought they did a really good job of controlling the play. And by controlling the play, I mean uh, they were in possession of the puck uh, a lot, and they turned it uh, around and, and made the transition much, much easier for their forwards than a lot of teams in the past uh, that I've seen. So uh, I was impressed with the defensive well, core. I was, there was also have- some forwards that I was impressed with, Paul. Uh, Landon Slagert. I thought he was pretty impressive. I thought Red Savage had a good game, and I really liked the uh, the game out of Matthew Nice. I thought he he was just he had opportunity after opportunity. He got one goal, probably could have had a couple more. Well, the the whole team probably should have had a few more. Like I said, even in the third period when Slovakia finally got back into the game, the, you know it was because their goalie w- was keeping them in the game. You know, if 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 Slovakia had come back and tied that game last night, um, even even when even though they didn't, all marks to the goalie. Uh, oh, of course, yeah, he, he was, was standing head. on his head. Well, he was. I mean, uh, so, uh, you know, to to you know to keep them in that game like that last night was 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 just you know. You know, we always talk about how you have to have goaltending. And, you know, Slovakia got it last night to stay in that game, stay in that game, stay in that game. I don't think the U.S. got frustrated going into the third period. I just think that Slovakia got back in the game. I mean, they have some good players. They have some guys who will get drafted this year, some guys who have been drafted. So it's not like we're talking about, uh, a, a team that doesn't have any high high end talent. Let me throw out another name at you. Uh, perhaps the youngest guy. I'm going to look and see right now to see if he is the youngest guy in the roster. Um, I believe he is. Uh, Logan Cooley got a lot of playing time last night for oh, he was really uh, 2004 good birth. Yeah, he was. He was, he was uh, really good last night. A 2004 um, birth year, and uh, for most people, if you're not looking, it's mostly 2002 and 2003 birth years that you see uh, in the World Junior Championship this particular year. Uh, he plays on the U.S. National Under-18 team, and, uh, man, he, he's got a bright, bright future if he continues to play like that. Well, he's projected to be a top-five draft pick. And he should be. He's uh, very um, talented. And- and if he keeps playing like he played last night, um, he could move up into the you know even further in that top five. 
Um, he's not going to pass Shane Wright, uh, who's playing for Team Canada. But um, like I said, he could be a top three pick. Let me throw out another name. A Long Island boy, Matthew Coronado. Well, um, I, <laughs> I knew you I'm, wouldn't I'm, bring him up, so I brought him up for you. Well, Go ahead. Listen, Tell I us mean, about the, the Long Island kid. Well, what, what, what is, well, you know, he's he smart is, enough to go is, to Harvard. That starts. He is Harvard. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, smart enough to go to Harvard, which, you know, uh, Lord knows that's not me. So, ignore me. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, um, you know, he's, he's just, you know, not the name, but, you know, it is what it is. And, it's just, you know, uh, I knew that uh, that uh, Dave Starman would bring him up last night. I knew that. Imagine was that. Imagine yeah, I know. That. Well, good for Dave. <laughs> you go, Dave. I'm down with you. Okay. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, Harvard and 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 and, and how they're doing this year, uh, you know, a lot of the, like I said, the, a lot of the East Coast teams struggled to be to begin with. Harvard is is a little over five hundred. You know, uh, you know, I mean, Coronado is 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 right up there in terms of their leading scorers, as you would expect. Okay, um, just as comfortable with the puck or dishing it off. Um, but you know, his team is struggling, but he's a. Uh, and listen, anybody who's 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 on this team is is going to be a high quality player, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, you don't get on it without when you look you know, at the guys that were left off of this it past year by the Flames. So, you know, he's playing like a first round draft pick. Okay, let I, me throw know, let me throw out a couple more. Um, two guys that that one that surprised me because I didn't hear his name called a whole bunch. Luke Hughes. I thought for sure he would be. Uh, much more dominant and much more uh, on the voices, if you will, the play-by-play than he was. So that was my surprise on that. end. Not that he had a, a bad game. He just wasn't all over like I thought. And uh, to go along with that, I thought Matty Beneers uh, had a solid game, but you, you expect Matty Beneers to, to maybe put the puck in the net a couple of well, times. Um, he, he's a player. And then the final one, and then you can comment on it, is the guy that I was a little surprised that was even on the roster and uh, saw quite a bit of playing time was number 71, Tanner Dickinson, uh, who, by the way, is perhaps one of the oldest, if not the oldest, on the roster and uh, plays uh, in Sault Ste. Marie for the Greyhounds. Um, it, so I just hadn't heard that name before, at least not very much. Wow. Uh, listen, I mean, you know, you, you got to have role players. And I know that sounds crazy, but even in a tournament like this, you got to have those guys uh, that have certain skills, right? And I'll say it a thousand times and I'll say it a thousand times more. And, you know, how many times have I at least quoted the movie version Herb Brooks. <laughs> yeah, many, many. Right? Um, and he was a consultant on the movie before he passed away. So, I mean, most of these quotes have to be pretty damn close to accurate. But I'm not looking for the best players. I'm looking for the right players. Um, you know, um, it is, you know, 
and everybody on this team has, has got to play both ends of the ice anyway. Okay. But he did get he did get an assist on one of the goals last night, so he did. He did. Um, and when one uh, one another one from cause just because I follow him so closely and I'll be at his uh, his university tomorrow. Carter Mazur, I thought, uh, was much more physical than I expected him to be. Um, Why? I, I didn't expect him to be that physical. Uh, it cost him in in the penalty box at least once, um, but but he was very very physical. Uh, he he's also a finesse player. He can score. He can pass. But I thought his physical play was uh, the most physical of any of the Americans uh, in in last night's game. Uh, I mean, you know, somebody's got to do it, right? You got somebody's got to hit somebody. Well, he definitely wasn't afraid to hit anybody because he was racking up bodies everywhere they were. But uh, I, I think he has to be a little bit more careful not to uh, not to get himself in, in penalty trouble over those uh, those hits. And uh, we'll we'll talk to his head coach tomorrow about it. And we'll see what he thought of uh, Carter's. Uh, well, it'll be his first two games by the time we talk to uh, Coach. Yeah, Carl that's LeBron, the whole thing. So. I just you know I I hate to make judgments on one game. Yeah, I, well, I do too. I'm just I'm just talking about because we need something to talk about, and that's definitely when there's only one game played. You need to either talk about that game or you got to make projections, and I think projections are even harder. Yeah, you don't you don't want to talk about uh, Craig Button on the TSN broadcast trashing a certain organization, <laughs> like no. the one that's running this thing. No, but I bet I, I, I bet that was that was something. I haven't heard it, but uh, uh, I bet it, that it, was it, something. It wasn't you know vicious. It was like no, it was just simple. truthful. You know, wasn't how do you it? expect it to grow if you don't? You know, you, you know, as the old expression goes, you got to spend money to make money, right? Yep, that is exactly it. Exactly it. Um, okay, so so we talked about the U.S. team. Let's jump over and talk about that Canadian team because on the other, they're Americans in Group B, Canadians in Group A. Um, you you look down that roster of uh, of Canadian players and you just go, how can these guys lose ever? How do they give up any goals? Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're they're dominant. Um, I, I will say I'm not completely sold on their goaltenders. I'm not completely sold on that. Uh, somebody can probably uh, jump all over me about that one, but I'll oh, tell you will. what: their defensive core and their forwards are just unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. When you have a kid named Connor Bedard at 16 years old playing on this roster and dominating on this roster, that's just ridiculous. Well, he and Shane right? Yes, both of them. Okay. Uh, um, you know, the, the guys that are supposed to be the next two overall number one draft picks, right? I mean, geez. Uh, <laughs> and you have the guy that was the number one pick in this last draft. In, oh, yeah, in, by the way, he's a defenseman who scored a hat trick. And he wasn't and I don't even and, and I don't even think he was their best player last night. No. Uh, and I'll tell you another Mason kid. McTavish was their best yes. player last night. Yes, that's where I was going. And keep in mind, Mason McTavish has already played nine games in the NHL. You don't right. think that helped him coming into this tournament? Did. Oh, absolutely. He was beastly last night. I mean, it was unbelievable. He was an absolute beast. And, and the experience uh, doesn't hurt. 
you know, having, you know, he was, he, you saw him play in Frisco. That I did. You know, um, and when you have, like I said, when you have the kinds of uh, international experience that he has and then, and, and the nine games in the NHL, which not an accident. I mean, the and, Ducks, and the bloodlines, he's got pretty good bloodlines as well. Yeah. Well, you know, um, another team that wears some black that I'm not a fan of, but you know, <laughs> and I don't care what Jeff Walker says. He can get on my case about his Bruins, but, um, I think he was the, I think his dad was the last guy in the NHL to not wear a helmet. Right. I believe he was. Yeah. I believe he was, you know, Craig McTavish, and the, the last guy not to wear a helmet in the NHL. Um, you know, like I said, it's 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 insane to think that that Power, who scored a hat trick, wasn't the best player on the ice last night for his team. Um, I don't think, uh, like I said, Wright and Bedard. I don't think they started out as the top six, but I think as the game went on, the coach was like, "These guys are rolling. We're going to move them up." Same thing happened in the under 18s in Frisco, uh, Paul. Uh, Connor Bedard just took over. He just took over and, and willed the Canadians to a uh, a gold medal. You know, and um, you know, it was a nice game for for Dylan Gunther last night, the Coyotes draft pick. Um, it's just, like I said, once they woke up after the coach called timeout in the first period after they were down three to one, um, you know, it was pretty much over at that point. Once Canada tied the game by the end of the first period, uh, you could see that uh, they weren't going to be stopped. Um, but usually, you know, when I I don't think on paper at least there's been a Canadian team in a while that's been this good on paper. Well, but that, that not only that good on paper, but that good on the ice because a lot of these guys well, were on still, that under like eighteen said, still team. Still early, still yep. early. Yep, it is. Um, I don't but, have the list of all the. But you, you know, said you said yourself you didn't think they played their best game. No, um, and they were struggling in the first period at least um, to get it together. If they get it together from this point, they won six to three, not having it together. Right. What's going to happen well, when they get it together? We're going to find out. I mean, simple <laughs> yeah. enough. Tomorrow. You know, <laughs> I've only been able to watch this tournament for the last couple of years. So I didn't really get a chance to see Canada when Connor McDavid was playing and, and, and some of the other players that have played in this tournament. But um, so I don't want to say that this is the best team uh, that, that they've put up in a while. Um, but it's pretty darn with all these picks and all these number one picks and first well, round picks. I'm I'm going to say, Paul, and, and I haven't watched all of them as well, but um, I, I want to say that this might be the deepest. When uh, you've got three guys, deep. yeah, yeah, that could be the overall number one pick in their draft. That's pretty darn good. And you have them all on an under twenty team. That doesn't happen very often because that no. would mean that one of the kids is going to be a sixteen year old. Yeah, well, the you know rights gonna is is eligible. You know, it wasn't eligible to be drafted until the twenty two draft, and Bedard to the twenty three draft. So, those that's just I I don't think 
and you know i'm i'm not good enough at researching but i don't think you've had a world junior team and somebody who's much smarter than i am could could, could try to figure this out or could look on google <laughs> yeah i'm not that good at that so um were there, were there ever a world junior team where you had three overall number one picks on it? Be hard to do. Uh, yes, because as I just said, one of them would probably be a sixteen-year-old. I'm just saying uh, it'd be very hard to do that. Yeah, how how many sixteen-year-olds get a chance to make that roster? I mean, uh, Connor Bedard. No, and Connor Bedard is just a standout. If you watch him play anywhere, and he was last time, night. Oh, he he's that way all the time. He's just ridiculous. You know, uh, it almost makes you want to tank <laughs> for for a top three spot. <laughs> um, oh, tanking is so bad! It's so bad. Did I say there that? I'm are sorry. No there is no guarantees at all. And as a Coyote fan, um, you know what? We watched that. We were sure that it was well, going to be Austin Matthews was going to be a want? Coyote. Okay. We also said. That we were sure it was going to be either Eichel or McDavid. It was neither. Uh, <laughs> so if you're sitting here thinking that you're tanking because you're going to get the lock on Shane Wright, um, no, that doesn't necessarily happen. And the Coyotes are proof of it. Uh, listen, by the way, just because, uh, how many overall number one picks has Edmonton had in the last 10 years? <laughs> yeah. How many cups have they won? <laughs> yeah. How many playoff series have they won? Forget cups. Yeah. How many frozen envelopes have they had? Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, Listen, anyway. I, are you and, trying and, to say that this is an NBA Patrick Ewing to the Knicks situation? Yeah, kind of, because uh, oh, okay. it, it's been a number of years, as we both know. But uh, a player left Edmonton that was pretty darn good and came to the States and went to L.A. to help grow the game of hockey, unlike the IIHF is involved in. Uh, yeah, they they wow. brought him there to grow the game of hockey, which was a huge success. And uh, I believe the repayment uh, should almost be over with now to uh, Edmonton for that uh, transaction. But that's, uh, yeah. a, that's a story for another day. Uh, but That sounds very conspiratorial. Oh, did I? Oh, did I lead somebody down that road? Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying... I've, it's very conspiratorial. Well, anyway, I think it. I think it's over now. I mean, they got McDavid, uh, they know. got Drysaddle. We'll yeah, yeah, I think it's over now. But uh, that doesn't mean still, uh, if if you're tanking for number one and you get a top three, you're going to be sadly disappointed if you don't get Shane Wright because he is just a stud as well. Um, so anyway, that that's how we look at uh, at what's going on with the uh, <laughs> Games going on uh, right now. It's still one-one. Is that what I have uh, with Germany and the yeah, Czech it's Republic? One, one. There's about two minutes to go. Okay, let's go through the standings as we know them right now, Paul. Uh, Group A standings: Finland six points, Canada three, Germany zero, Czech Republic zero, and Austria zero. That will obviously change tonight. Um, in Group B, Sweden with three points, USA three points, Russia three points, uh, Slovakia with none, and Switzerland with none. So um, as you and I talked last night, it's about getting wins. And I heard this brought up on the broadcast, too. They said, yeah, but you know, in the preliminary rounds, it is also about goal differential. <clears throat> and um, and I think your, your Long Island guy, Dave Sarman, said, just win. Just win. 
and, and let matter. it sort yeah, out from there. But but that does play a role um, in in the seeding process based on uh, the goal differential. So anyway. Yeah, well, well you know that. what they, they they he talked about that last night, and it's like, wow, the teams want to try and avoid can't. You gotta you gotta beat them all at some point. So, yeah, just, yeah, that is a fact. Just do okay. It. Let's take one more quick break. Let's come back and uh, let's talk uh, a little bit about the uh, upcoming college series, especially the ones that are coming up in our area. And I know there's some holiday tournaments that are starting up very soon as well. So we'll get into that in about two minutes. All right. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No, stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. As you plan your next trip, or perhaps your first trip in a while, Drury Hotels has over 150 locations to help you travel happy again. Winners of 16 consecutive JD Power Awards for guest satisfaction, Drury Hotels treats you right. Free hot breakfast and happy hours, 24-hour fitness and business centers, as well as more than enough Wi-Fi bandwidth to take care of all your connectivity needs. Whether you're traveling for business, catching a hockey game, or just trying to reconnect with cozy moments, Drury Hotels have the location and amenities you need when looking for a place to stay. Call 1-800-DRURY-IN or go to druryhotels.com and book your stay today. Drury Hotels, where our home is your home. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. Indeed it is, College Hockey Southwest Live. Day two of our four days of uh, World Junior Championship coverage. Scott Strandy with you from beautiful Blackhawk, Colorado tonight. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on beautiful Long Island, New York. I keep saying that because I know it's going to be beautiful one day, Paul. I just know it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, as we Eventually. Uh, as we dive into this, World Junior Championships going on, but guess what? The NCAA teams, a couple of teams in our coverage area at least, are getting back to work this week in preparation for the weekend series. So we'll dig into that. And then I know you know of a couple of uh, uh, pretty big tournaments going on. Well, there are three um, that, of them. That we'll touch in just a second. So first first things first, I will be at Denver on uh, Friday night to uh, to see the Pioneers take on Alaska Um Fairbanks, the Nanooks. Lock the doors, Carl. Lock the doors, Coach Carl. Do it. Lock <laughs> it up now. No, no. He's, he's got them wide open for me tomorrow, even twice tomorrow. He's going to see me. He'll probably be really frustrated by the time he comes on tomorrow night, but uh, I'll try not to frustrate him too much in the afternoon. Uh, uh, so, anyway, we'll see what the Pioneers have. Uh, short uh, Carter Mazer, who, of course, will still be with the uh, the World Junior team. Um, but we'll see what the uh, the – the uh, pioneers look like now coming out of a, uh, a little break. And then on uh, Saturday and Sunday, as we mentioned earlier, 
Arizona State will host Cornell, which I think is a massive series for the Sun Devils. There's no such thing as a non-massive game for them right now. They need to win everything. They, they have very little margin for error. And that'll be uh, obviously in Tempe at uh, Oceanside Ice Arena. So uh, that'll be a Saturday, Sunday. Again, uh, make sure you know your calendar on that part of it because Saturday, Sunday is much different than Friday, Saturday. Um, and then, of course, uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day is the Denver, Alaska series. So that will be good itself. Um, Paul, what are the other uh, holiday tournaments going on? Well, first of all, you've got uh, the, the the tournament in Milwaukee, the uh, holiday face-off. All right, so you got that. It's uh, Providence, Bowling Green, Wisconsin, and Yale. You have the- I really wish Arizona State was still in that one like they were supposed to be last year. I thought that would have been a good tournament. Okay, yeah, well, go ahead. It is what it is. The Great Lakes Invitational in Michigan. Uh, four Michigan teams, Western, uh, Michigan State, Michigan Tech, and Michigan. Uh, so, you know, you got a lot of... That will be a really interesting one. Yeah. A really yeah. interesting one. You know, and of course, a third of Michigan's team is playing in uh, Alberta right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can laugh, but that is what it is, right? <laughs> exactly. um, the 32nd NHL team or whatever we call them now. He's, yeah, well, he's playing, playing in Alberta. Yeah, the uh, there'll be a tournament in New Hampshire, the Ledyard Bank Classic in New Hampshire, Mercyhurst, D.C., uh, Dartmouth in New Hampshire. So you got that. Um, some really and, nice. And let me clear this up real quick. People ask me today about uh, where's the sweet the uh, Super Sixteen. Well, there were no changes because there were no there, games. There's no games. So there's no reason to put one out. Who so we will be back that? with a fresh let, one. Let, let the... We'll be a fresh one. A fresh one coming up. No, I'm not going to dish out names. Um, uh, but oh, we'll get so. back to that uh, next Sunday night when you listen to College Hockey Southwest Live. The Super Sixteen will be back, and it'll be bigger and better because as we go down this stretch, ball, those numbers 16. are going to be huge. Bigger than 16? No, but the numbers in there are going to change back and forth, back and forth. Well, yeah, the numbers are going to change. And got a very interesting non-conference series this weekend um, as well. Uh, you have uh, your Bulldogs are playing a home-and-home home, uh, with the Mavericks of Minnesota yeah, State. Yeah, be a good run. That'll be a really good one. Well, you, you know those are going to be intense, right? Uh, Bemidji is playing St. Cloud. Once again, another in-state rivalry going to get very intense. Right? Air Force gets back to playing. The Czar will be very happy playing at AIC. <laughs> yes, he will. He's probably yes, he going will. nuts now. So, you know... Uh, so, so there are some interesting games between now and next Sunday at the college level. Uh, not including, obviously, uh, what will be going on in the World Junior Championships as they head to overtime now between uh, Germany. 1-1 <laughs> going to overtime. Okay. And, uh, the Czech Republic, right? Yeah, yeah. Three on three, right? Um, the Germans just win the game. Am I missing something here? I think the Germans just won. There you go. And if that if that's the game-winning goal right there by uh, Alexander Blank of the Germans, that's a tremendous shot. Uh, this is 
also a, a factor where the goalies are going down before. The, I mean, the goalies go down way too early, way too early. These guys go down now when the puck goes over the blue line, and that's ridiculous. Um, uh, you know, if this guy holds his holds his crease and and, and holds, you know, I, I understand the butterfly. I understand the whole concept of it. But you're giving away half the net because you're going down. Yep, yeah, you certainly are, and that's uh, and that's a problem. That is a problem. There's no doubt about it. Okay, well, we got through another one, folks. Uh, we got a big one for you tomorrow, though. I promise you're gonna not want to miss uh, the next show. So tune in early because we're gonna bring on David Carl right after we uh, open the show, and then uh, we'll come on uh, with uh, Alex Heinert, the uh, voice of CBS Sports Network doing NCHC games this season, as well as covering the North Dakota Fighting Sioux for Midco Sports as well. So we'll have uh, two guests tomorrow night to make up for a couple of times we didn't have any guests. And then Wednesday night, like I said, Feast or Famine. That might be a really good one. If we get the guests that we're working on, you will not want to miss that one because that is an inside scoop coming your way if we're able to lock that one down. We'll keep trying. Um, So anyway, we'll let you get back to hockey. And uh, join us again tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m., a special time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time on uh, uh, the Podbean app or download it uh, anywhere that you get your uh, podcasts, anywhere after uh, midnight tomorrow night. Okay, Paul, take it away. All right, this special edition of College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summer Skate Studios, brought to you by Burrito Express, homemade taste, takeout speed, six East Valley locations. Go to BurritoExpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard and now available at our new spot at all Allegiant Stadium events. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Boost Mobile. Bring your current phone to any location and learn how to get a new SIM card free when you switch to Boost Mobile. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey. Fabulous Las Vegas atmosphere. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Worldwide, it's where the action is in the resort or in town. College Hockey Southwest Live. And all of the IcetimeHockeySW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will throw a uh, shout-out to people that may be considering joining us, teaming up with us as uh, partners. Uh, This is the final week of Name Your Price. So uh, what that basically means is get in touch with me, tell me what you want to pay for your your, uh, partnership with us, and um, no reasonable offer will be refused. So there you go. You got until the 31st at midnight to to get in touch with me and get the deal done for Name Your Price uh, all the way up until midnight. Get you a full year of our corporate partnership. Um, we want to shout out a couple of people that have jumped on board. We've got the uh, the good people over at Drury Inns joining us uh, in 2022. We have uh, Metro by T-Mobile as a new uh, 
partner coming on board as well. And uh, we are sneaking a couple more in there that you'll be uh, you'll be you'll be kind of excited to listen to as we uh, get going in 2022. So um, we will be back tomorrow night, and we will have uh, David Carl, the head coach of the Denver Pioneers, and uh, Alex Heinert, the uh, voice of CBS Sports on NCHC uh, coverage as well, I believe, for um, CBS Sports Network, right? Yeah. And Midco Sports, he'll always be there for the uh, for UND games as well. So we'll plug him about those uh, North Dakota players and all that good stuff and find out what lies ahead. And Paul and I will be back tomorrow, 6.30, special time, 6.30 Mountain Time, Podbean, uh, at podbean.com, the app, live. Good night, good night everybody.